Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. why we don't always see our nose even though our eyeballs so. absolutely see our nose yeah. our vision sees our nose so that's what a mirror does to you but a true mirror is when you take two mirrors and put them at like and that's like engineered to be exactly 90 degrees oh and, and then you're you looking look, at yourself so that it flips it each way yep you it's look exactly you look in it in I the, in the corner that, and then I you can look into your own eyes a true mirror and it is I don't want it. fucking trippy it's and I very freaky I tried and it out on my like tried my Myself. Like, I try to get some mirrors and do it myself, and it worked a little bit enough to like make me go, Whoa, 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 I gotta get one of these professionally made. I've always yeah, heard no. that you never We've do done it they want to look in the, the idea is to make it seamless, right? So yeah. you don't yeah. see that, and you could just look right, right. into your own eyes. Isn't that so incredible? It's freaky. It's kind of freaky. You could honestly. set it up to the I, have, had, I don't think I'd want to do it. Really? No. It's really hard when you're tripping on acid, for sure. I would be uh, 100%. You don't look in mirrors when you're tripping no, on acid. No, you need to. No, you do not need to. It's just don't a lot of work. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. It's a lot of work. <laughs> maybe, age, maybe when I was her age, I would look into a mirror tripping on acid, but I'm telling you right now. Not now. You melt. Like, I had a girl oh, come no up way. to me in the bathroom mm-hmm. not that long ago mm-hmm. talking about how great my cut crease looked, and I looked in the mirror like, you know, the cut crease. And then I looked and I was like, oh, Sweeney. But I didn't have the heart to tell her how wrinkles worked. <laughs> she was. She still thought you looked pretty. <laughs> she did. That, I mean, that's the whole point. Even though she got it wrong, she still thought you were pretty. <laughs> yeah, she didn't like, walk in and go, such a cool is this the men's crease. restroom? <laughs> no, my eyes are hooded. <laughs> so, no, bitch, I'm old. <laughs> right? One day you can have My a dimples. Yeah. too. I like that I've gotten old enough that I can have dimples. No, I do. I have weird upside down dimples. Oh my gosh. But. Johnny's got great dimples. One you already good knew one. that, though. Just one. Good one. Just that that one. doesn't matter. That's even more charming. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See, the mirror that I keep all my souls in is a real brass mirror with the silver oh, back. Yeah. So, that one over there? No, no. That's. That's I, just for show. I look. You gonna take my soul? <laughs> Are we bartering souls? Can I get a different soul? <laughs> right. If you can get them back out again, they're yeah, this yours. This one's a little bit beat up. <laughs> I could use a refresh. Oh my gosh! All right, Susan, tell me about this ghost hunting. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I I was always fascinated with, it, which is funny because when I was little, I was a chicken, but I always was fascinated with like the paranormal and ghosts and stuff like that. I love ghost hunting. Stuff. So that's um, fucking scary, honestly. I don't know why I got into it, but um, it, it's just one of those things that always fascinated me. And so as I got older, I started doing the things. I never, again, I was a goody two shoe, so I didn't break into any houses or anything like that. I was that. pretty good too, yeah. Yeah, but um, in my late 20s, I started uh, going to like different haunted places, like haunted walks and stuff. And then I started going on actual ghost hunts. And then by the time I moved down here, I met my husband, who was big into ghost hunting, too, and my uh, best friend, Ashley. And the three of us started our own little ghost uh, investigation troop. 
And so we go probably three to four times a year to different bigger haunts. Um, we just got back from Waverly Hills two weeks ago, which is oh, one wow. of the most haunted places. That's actually where I got engaged. Was Whoa, on the, yeah, wow. Got engaged Damn. on the roof of uh, Waverly Hills. Um, but we've done Waverly Hills, Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, Brushy Mountain we've gone to twice. What uh, about that graffiti bridge thing that's somewhere around Sensabaw Tunnel? My husband is wants to go a- really bad. I I have this thing where I don't understand why I'm like, I read up on it. I'm like, it's bullshit. That's a long trip for nothing. And he's like, but it's a tunnel and it's ghosts. And I like both of those things. So we're going to go soon just because <laughs> I've, I've realized I'm being old and crotchety. Like, I'm like some ghost I believe in and some ghost I'm like, that's bunk. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> but, I she's very discerning when it comes to the ghost she an all or nothing thing. Either you believe in them this is, or you all right. don't. Can we just go around the table? Like, how do you feel about ghosts? <laughs> I mean, obviously. I, I got opinions. Um, so I believe that there's science behind it. So I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, like any kind of superstition, when we didn't understand anything or something scientific, we made up <clears throat> stories about what the origin of it is. But I feel like we are energy and the energy has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm I'm very much in this realm of we just haven't figured out how it works, mm-hmm. but there's science to it. Yeah. And so I spent a lot of time trying to figure that out and work on that realm. Um, but... Do you think it has something to do with your third eye? I mean, it could. I think that we're all more sensitive. Like we were just talking about. Because you're absolutely right. We are all matter. We are all energy. Um, energy. I don't. Mm. I don't believe that we die and then there's nothingness. It's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Energy has to go somewhere. But like all three of us talked about how we knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know if Gail had the same experience with any kind of death like that, but like I knew, and I have had multiple times in my life where I'm like, I know something's wrong. And you can't ignore those kind of things. You can't. Are you talking about on a hunt or wait? Death, with, with death. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I feel like my mom died even though I wasn't with her. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like to me, that shows to me also that the energy. And the science is there. There's something that happens and there's something that keeps us connected and there's something about it. Um, My ex-husband died on the 18th and I, you know, turn these weird things on every now and again. Uh, Which, uh, it's a, is it a spirit box? Yeah, it just has a word list. It doesn't say it just picks up the EVP and then it has a word list. But oh, this is you're what's pulling out. Oh my god. Wild. <laughs> what are you whipping no, out right now? Listen, it's wild because of the fact that the stuff that happened, all right? Um like before that had happened, I had turned it on and it was weird because Jack came up and that was my dad's name. And my dad died in 2013. Um he died 10 years after my mom and he was my stepfather but he had adopted me and i had lost my natural father back when my son was like he was a baby he did get to see his only grandson but then he died and then um so rj was probably so it was probably 20 almost you know 25 26 years ago that my dad passed but this thing was wild because she shows me this. I was asking a question. I'm very skeptical. I'm not skeptical. I'm just and like so the nerve to whip your phone out and record so, some ghosts. Like, damn. So <laughs> then when they had got him, uh, they had, when they were doing his funeral or whatever. But when I had asked some questions, are you around or whatever? He started. But these are all the ones from when he died. And like my intent, even though I didn't really talk a lot. 
there were a couple times I just put this on and went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, and so EVPs can, you know, that can be from anywhere. However, I was trying to think, okay, the science behind it would be the fact that the AI on this app has already read everything around me and whatever, because I've had stuff. I've had it say things like, say, central, car crash, eight, players, you know, sports, whatever. And there's um, central high schools right down here. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if I Googled a car crash, somebody around here from Mm -hmm. school, um, waste, right, seed, reverend, look, cleansing. How long did this play Emma, for? How long was no, this recording? It's over a few days where we're putting the intention on him because there's a lot of, it's like a Scooby-Doo mystery. Oh, so dang. Okay. there's several days of this, but I mean, oh, sometimes okay. it'll do the words. If it's okay. saying a lot, it'll do a lot of words all at one time. But what's wild, okay, so then there were some, and this isn't just what they're saying, but we were asking questions. What's wild is I had turned it on, and his big thing was 11.11 and 11.11 a.m. Because I was like, I wonder what's going on. I get, hey, this is a silly app, probably not very good, and for entertainment, that's called ghost hunting Because when you're scrolling through all your recordings, it looked kind of like a... I don't know, like a... Yeah, like it goes... Well, see, it says that it does the EVP modulator, microphone modulator, signal pitch. And then it does so many words. And then yeah. I... That's how many words. So I guess I was reading way too many words. I should have looked... <laughs> I should have looked where I had screenshot them, but... 15 minutes of words. It is a lot of Scooby-Doo. We if you're listening and you can decipher this mystery, please email we us at gabandgirltime at gmail.com. Stuff like literally too... too I personally think that it's your AI listening constantly yeah, and then probably. just pulling out the good stuff. So one thing that I will say is that we actually had a conversation about this. Like I said, we're very scientific about the way we approach this. And when we went up to Waverly Hills, the guy that we were there with bought a burner phone. And this was the only app that he put on it so that it wouldn't have anything to read off of his history. Okay. And tried it and had some success. Now, it wasn't a great deal of success, but it was a little bit. So, like, that's the things that we try to, like, work through whenever we're trying to figure these things out. Like, um... Whenever you do K2 meeting uh, readings and stuff like that, dresser, yeah, it was pissed. But Uh (laughs) we look really hard to see if there are, like, interferences or anything that might be, we try to debunk. So, like, we put our phones on airplane mode so that they won't interfere and give off signals for um, electronics and stuff. Because I will not say who we were with, but we did a ghost hunt with one of the TV show guys. And they were in a building that had a lot of wires and they were like other people on the tour. And they're like, look at the readings. There's a ghost. And I'm like, y'all, look at the wires. And they're like, thanks. Like you could tell that they were trying to just give people a good experience. And unfortunately, I was an asshole and ruined it. Mm, (laughs) But like, that's the thing. Well, if I pay my money. I want to know that that's for real. I want to solve a ghost mystery. By the way. We did, we did get some good evidence on that trip. It was just a facility, a building we wouldn't have gotten in otherwise. Because usually we we book them out for just ourselves. Mm-hmm. So like Waverly Hills this last time, there were five of us in wow, the building yeah. by ourselves. Because I don't share. What's like, the scariest <laughs> thing you've seen? Um, I, I I did see a full body apparition at Waverly. So scary. Explain, explain, like, explain. I, so it I'm it, so it kind of did. I, I get more excited so than scared at this frosting. point. 
So uh, we had two small groups. Uh, we usually keep it about 10 max in the building at the time. Um, and I had a group with four people with me and the other group was on two floors ahead of us. And as we're walking down the second floor, which is known for apparitions. And if you watch Ghost Hunters at Waverly Hills, they have an apparition that runs across the hallway in a similar spot. Damn. And so I'm walking out front. I have people behind me. And all of a sudden, I see something run across from one door to the next. Her and name's Carol. It was it was so clear, I thought it was my niece. Because she was wearing a white coat. And so I was like, Jessica, why are you ahead of me? You're supposed to be... And she said, what are you talking about? And I turned around and everybody was behind me. <gasps> and so I was like, well, okay. But I was that confident in it. Um the other favorite story that we have, and we have a ton. Did they me. see it behind you? I don't think anybody else saw that one. Um, the one that we have where everybody was a witness to it was we were in a room called the vault there. And we were doing just a ghost box re- uh, EVP session. Mm-hmm. And there were, I believe, five of us in there as well. And uh, another person who's been on the show before, that's another Rocky friend. You probably mm-hmm. know who I'm talking about. He was there and he was I a skeptic. Do. I love him. He did not. He went because he wanted to experience it. His husband was Mm -hmm. like the one that was more about it. Mm -hmm. He was sitting in a chair and you can hear us all talking. And then um, the room started to get really dark and you could hear us comment on it because sometimes you'll see the light level go down for absolutely no reason. And somebody asked where this person was and you could hear a voice right next to the voice recorder say, don't tell him. And it was a whisper of a voice that was like, didn't sound like any of us. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden you hear like this almost whooshing sound go over it. And it was sitting in the middle of the room away from all of us. And then it picked the chair he was up in up and threw it against the wall. Oh my God. He got up and ran out of the room, almost knocked me over. This is not a small man. Oh he is God. very tall and he is very built. He about knocked me over. And I'm sorry, honey. I He cried for like the next hour. Oh, oh bless. Oh, he stayed. Bless he stayed. Let me give him props. He stayed. But, yeah, he believed after that. Oh, my God. That's wild. I know. And I have that on recording. So you can mm-hmm. hear <laughs> the absolute chaos as soon as his chair moved and he started running. Everybody going, ah. <laughs> like, my favorite thing, though, is Ashley, my other, the other lead. As mm-hmm. soon as she found out, because she was in the other group, she ran down and sat in that chair. And she's like, make it happen. Come oh on, let's go. <laughs> what, a, what a freak. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, yeah. our phones are splat, our mirrors. So you can mm-hmm. scry with your phone. And yeah. so... Using the app, you can, you know, I do I think that it's gathering a lot of information and then it's just if I I can't tell the whole story right now, but it's right. wild at how much stuff lined up and helped them mm-hmm. when I said this is what cuz I would do mm-hmm. this before I went to bed mm-hmm. or very early in the morning and really which is interesting, but a lot of people are like the witching hour is three well around this place it's five thirty, five to six in the morning the things that we've heard in the house we've done a couple of shows where we've heard noises and we're like what yeah but usually it's squirrels and acorns and stuff like that but <laughs> some people have freaked out and thought they've seen things back there but this it's this place is pretty clean unless i've invited something in from asking about uh my ex-husband but what's interesting is that i um I didn't really I was just like let's see what happens this is the intent this is what I'm asking for Mm -hmm. but I'm gonna let you do your thing and then you know and it doesn't stay on 
all night, obviously. It's going to cut off after a certain amount of time. But whenever I would do that, and then I would say, this is what happened, and I think you should maybe handle this this way. And then sure enough, they would be like, you are never going to believe. And I would be like, that's wild. Because um, who is this person? Who is that? This name's come up. They're not anybody that we need to know. And what's wild is my daughter did not get to, they were estranged from their father. And she did not get to tell him goodbye until, um, I mean, except via phone. She was Mm -hmm. in Florida on vacation. Mm -hmm. And they they needed to pull his life, life support. And they should have pulled his life support from a while back. So, anyway. I was just looking, I just out of nowhere noticed an extra mic cord when I was looking for mic cords, and then I see one just draped <laughs> over the chair there, and I'm just like, where did that mic cord come from? It's been uh, here it's, the whole time. It's been there the whole time. The whole time. I have Correct, but I just don't understand why I dug around to find a different one, but I did. <laughs> I think those tools all so have we'll like see. their place, though, and I mean, I think sometimes, even if even if there's some level of our subconscious that's playing into it, if it helps, it helps. And I I think that that's something that's really kind of important. Like, that's why I talked about like the guy doing it on a brand new burner phone. Mm -hmm. Like he bought a phone with the explicit purpose to only use it for that app. Right. So it wouldn't get AI directly from him. Correct. And he still had some success. Um, So who knows? Like it's, it's, one of those things that with it being energy, that's why ghost boxes, whenever they use radio signals and they pick up mm-hmm. different words. So it's all um, investigation. It's all trying to figure out things. So test things. You never know what's going to work and what doesn't. One of those mm-hmm. names was somebody that my daughter met while at the beach and had happened to like talk about whatever. And she's like, now we're besties because we bought it over this moment. And, you know, she had a moment of letting her dad go. But, you know, I know this is not a good joke, and I'm sure somebody else had it, but at least now they have an excuse when he's not around, like a valid one. I, I make lots you of told that last about week. my parents being gone. I think it's my comfort. I didn't know comfort. it would be cut or not. We haven't even uploaded it yet. <laughs> yeah, like I, one of my go-tos is like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and both of my parents are dead. Yeah. Makes it real uncomfortable for everybody. Both of my parents died of cancer, and there is a certain amount of people, because I have a whole set about Batman and Batman jokes, and I really don't like Christian Bell Batman, Mm -hmm. because, you know, he's so dark and morose, and he's like, I hate everything. You know, he's a billionaire, right? And he's like, oh, my parents died in front of me. Life is terrible. And I'm just like, gosh, Batman? Damn, my parents died in front of me too. It was cancer. It took a lot longer. It, you know, it was just as painful. You're a damn billionaire with a grappling hook. You think you could crack a smile every now and again? I'm up here, do 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 do. Look at me and hide your pain. You know, I mean, it's like Solid. whatever. I mean, really, like that's the thing is, like I'm I'm an orphan and I didn't get to be Batman. Like I didn't get the bat nipples. I didn't get none of that. Right. Like, just come on. like You could still have buttons. And then there are people that still. get upset. Yeah. yeah. I can't give my whole set here, though. Come see me. Do a show. Becca would give you bad nipples if you wanted. That's what we should Fourth. do. Group costume, all famous superhero orphans. That would, That's all of them, isn't that, it? That's a lot sort? of them. There's a lot of them. I just like to dress up like Catwoman. Well, Spade Catwoman. That's uh-huh. who I like to be. Uh, 
Susan, do you have anything going on? Any shows coming up? So due to COVID, we had a really cool jazz show we were going to do this week, but it's been pushed back. So we mm. were doing a jazz pole fusion show oh, um, cool. for First Friday. So that's nice. probably going to still happen. So you're going to have tap? And are you going to tap with it? Or are you going to do like a... pole dance to it. There's going to the be some... The whole thing pole. is going to be pole dancing to jazz? Yes. That's, That's going to cool. be interesting. To live jazz. Is that my understanding? Live jazz. It yeah. is live jazz. Is it going to be like a Chicago kind of jazz? Or are you going to do like Dixieland jazz? <gasps> or are you just going to have people up sounding it's... like a bunch of bees? So, <laughs> we don't actually, we only have a saxophone. We don't have, uh, I think, any other, well, yeah, I think we only have the saxophone as far as brass. But it's a local band, Jags. And my husband's a bassist and a pretty good one, if I might oh, say cool. so. Nice. Oh, yeah, really? Nice, nice oh, bass. Stand-up bass or... He's electric bass. Yeah, so he's playing with them. So we we came up with the idea on a first Friday where I was talking to George, who's the leader of Jags. And we're like, why don't we do that? Because, again, there's a lot of misconceptions about pole. Mm -hmm. And we thought, well, this would be cool, and it's a different way to present the art form. Um, George and his wife, I think, we're going to do... Don't they have, like, fucking championships and stuff like that? I mean, it's a... They've it, had them on it's America's sport. Got Talent. You think There's that it would be do it as well. now. Just Men it make it there. legitimate. Yeah, just yeah. putting it out there. I am now an award dancer. So <laughs> sucks so bad. I just had my first competition that I submitted via video, and I got first place. Yay! Yeah. Mine was, was there a certain cate- category. Band. So it's because I had my, my tits out and I was wearing a thong. <laughs> so oh. I, I had to be in a category that would have got me banned off of social media. So yes, I, I went. I went. How did that feel? empowering i was really nervous about it but um it ended up being a lot of fun yeah once you've had your tits out once yeah i mean it's like you just want to have them out all the time all the time don't even care yeah just tits all the time um and then sometime in december we're doing a a death themed show which is appropriate for the conversation so it's a dance your death so we all have to talk about either what our own death would be a death that's impacted us or a death a part of you like if you had a transition in your life so that's what mm-hmm. all the themes of the dances are going to be okay how can i be part of that show and i am completely serious and know- you can be you <gasps> start dancing we will okay. start working on routine with you now you don't even have to be on the pole if you don't want to 100 percent. i have been working on a lot of floor work because i want to get better at that we have that's a awesome. floor work class but- too that's awesome but um i teach every wednesday at sheer inspiration at eight o'clock at night i have an all body inclusive class and you can also see me sometimes i teach on sundays and mondays as well i assist teach so uh, but my all body positivity class is all genders all body types that's so awesome people see it as voluptuous lovelies and they think you have to be plus size i don't put those kind of uh restraints no, on my class you know what i love about you when you teach time does it start eight mm-hmm. okay that's good huh. i love the fact that you go can i touch you at any time she helps me yeah enthusiastic any, consent every for everything yes yeah. enthusiastic mm-hmm. consent what would you say if i said no no, I wouldn't touch she you. wouldn't touch you. <laughs> I would stand there and be kind of surprised, but be like, but, but I would absolutely. No, I ask consent before I touch everybody. And usually if I don't know you, I, so yeah. Um, but I do ask consent. I do talk to people about pronouns because we do have some non-binary. I've had male students and cis straight males, uh, mm-hmm. believe it or not, they like poll, mm-hmm. but they're usually intimidated by it. So they'll come in, but usually they're the ones that teams very, yeah. Upper yeah. body and core. Like yeah. You were saying sometimes they do really well. I had this beautiful.
beautiful man come in once who was very fit and struggled the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, and you could tell that it kind of wrecked his world that this man who looked like he exercised <laughs> constantly couldn't do things that my fat old ass was doing. Mm-hmm. It does bother them. And that just because their body looks great doesn't mean they've got flexibility. That's my kid's dad. Oh, wow. So that he won the first Mr. Knox. That's definitely in Butch. 2001. <laughs> that Butch. Man, I didn't even get a chance to talk about like Colin Butte. Like, damn. I didn't. Damn. We can do a whole nother show. Thing with or, that. You got a thing or two to say about Butchness, too. And just because you're on the show once doesn't mean you can't come back again. Yeah. You're allowed to be repeat guests. We have a lot of guests we'd like yeah, to talk about. Yeah, we've for almost three hours. That are multifaceted <laughs> diamonds. Because Colin Butte is one of my favorite things. Like, and I is love... He? Yeah, yeah, like, I've... straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. And watching you, you develop that persona has been such a magical experience mm-hmm. as a person from the outside. My daughter, I said that I was... My, I'm influenced by David Lee Roth because mm-hmm. I think he's one of the greatest showmen ever mm-hmm. and Henry Rollins because he's one of the greatest writers, poets ever and I just like his angst. Amazing. I feel like men are just angst. Yeah. You know, just urgh. Yeah. Yeah. Very primal. Yeah. Yeah. But I want him to have a certain kind of style as mm-hmm. well. I He's got to be good that. looking. Yeah, you got you got you got yourself like a full suit <laughs> and some bling. Like I, I love everything about it because it is completely different. He is a completely different part of your personality coming out, and it's very very interesting to watch yeah. because oh it's God. funny. I, I've I've been watching shows for long enough. I can watch people develop their main personality and discover who they are. But it was really cool to watch you. Like okay, this is okay. This is who I am. Like you moved into who you are as bratty. And then you moved into who you are as Colin. And I love both sides so much. And I like that you bounce back and forth because I think it reflects you so well. Thank you. I miss it. I miss, I miss it. it. I'm ready bad. to, I'm ready to I get back into it. I haven't performed really at all. I was going to ask you, do you have anything coming up? No, yeah. bro. Let's start collabing on some shit because I've got some ideas. That's cool. I'm down. I'm yeah. down. Right now I'm kind of like playing with like this really cute cat boy look really excited about I got a te- I got some ears and a tell and I went to go pick up pizza the other day just to pick up an order and I said nothing and I walked in super butch but also um with a cat tail and cat ears and I'm just like yeah I'm here to pick up an order like I do this every day like I wasn't even super yeah. flashy about it I was just like this is normal everybody stared and nobody said a goddamn thing they didn't yeah. until you walked out the door oh they and then it was did. like holy the shit fuck? who the fuck was that these queers fuck oh <laughs> God. I went and ate at like, a Chinese buffet. Am I a boy? Am I a girl? Have oh, you watched I'm, Queer as Folk? I don't know, but it's definitely Queer a cat. Queer as Folk. I'm sorry. Queer as Folk. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of it. It's been a while, though, since I watched yeah. it, but yeah. It's an some old. cute guys on there. Yes. Gail sure. is very cute. The dude that's on there. But yeah, let's collab. Yeah, I'm down for you sure. You got anything going on? Gailicious? Yeah, I've got comedy stuff going on. <laughs> Okay, that on was that. pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm big about promoting myself, but I have a hard enough time concentrating on the comedy. I got you. You know, I'm. I don't know. Anyway. I think I like the drag more than I like the burlesque. See, then I like. Too. I like doing drag. You're allowed and to burlesque. do. I like to take my clothes off in drags. 
so great. Draglesque. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, boy. And I think I'm. A, I think I'm a good lip syncer. I think you are so. too. Do you think I'm a, a good lip syncer? I think oh, I'm a pretty yeah. good lip syncer. Yeah, you, you bring just. You just ooze of just sexuality. I'm just leaking. That's all I can hear is I'm leaking. (laughs) (laughs) And just that's the outfit that was the Heil Klitler. Yeah, I remember. Is that that me beside you? Yes. We're in the show together. Wow. <laughs> you know, that venue is supposed to be haunted. Huh? That venue is supposed to be haunted. Uh, the oh, the Grove? O- yeah. Because yeah. Danny Whitson was trying to see if we could get in to investigate it. They have great books in their little church library. I was so enthralled with that place because it is such a weird little venue and I love it. I would love to be able to do more there because that big stage would be fun to do a pole show on. I want to do Brushy Mountain has a stage and I want to do a show there. Oh, wow. I would love to do like a burlesque <laughs> pole real. fusion show. I'm I'm digging it. Let's I've been trying it. to get like. A- Maybe we should bring the ghost to us this time. Yes. You know what I'm saying? How about I get together or you help me get together a group of people. We'll do. You know, bring yeah. two different people together, like some recorders yep. and then maybe just like, you know, do a little, do a little, little thing. Something. Yeah, a little something, something um, in an undisclosed location. Just and <laughs> we, then we'll see what goes come to us, you know, I think they, they they're a little bit of everywhere. I don't think you can go anywhere without finding them, except for my house. I bought a hundred year old house and it is not haunted. A hundred year old house. And it is, haunted? Haunted. it is not haunted. It's probably been cleansed. Yeah, mm-hmm. they ruined it. I actually even did the. Uh, there's a website where you can look up and see if anybody's ever died in your house. Yeah, really. Uh, I paid the money for that, and nobody died. It's in my really house. interesting you wow, say that because you want that. so weird. <laughs> so my mom lived down the street from me, but she lived in a little house, and then the landlords they had a their bigger house on down the driveway. And one day I was passing through there and noticed that they bulldozed that house down. Wow. Yeah. Think your mama was hauling it? I was looking for my Could have been. Could have been. Honestly, it could have been the mold, too. How do, you, <laughs> how do you know? Have you ever come across here, like, anything particular following you or something that's just <gasps> yes. connected to you? No. Um, anything follow you home? Any guide? So here's, here's our, our ritual. Um, we go to somewhere to eat after every ghost hunt to leave the ghost there. We usually go to Waffle House because mm-hmm. we figure if we leave an evil spirit at Waffle House, nobody will know. Yeah, there's wow. plenty there. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, they don't like it because they never get any sleep. There's 24-7 people there. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing is uh, we um, we started that habit a while back because we, we have somebody that we would take with us that would do cleansings and stuff afterwards. Mm-hmm. But we found if we just go over somewhere else, then nothing follows us home. And that we're really respectful. We don't try to, like, invoke or try to be shitty, like, yeah. try to anta- antagonize any kind of spirits. Mm-hmm. We just kind of... Yeah, we, we don't baggins it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Sunday, October 3rd, is the Knox Pride Community Center Yay. open house from, I think it's 10 to 6. Yes. Will you be posting this this link before That was just the a third? regular day. Maybe. Really? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I got the <laughs> punk rock flea market on the second. Which yeah. I'm excited about. Oh, cool. Yeah, put it in yes. there. Oh, really? That's awesome. I just thought that was about the look. The cat ears were the look. I don't know why, but. So you're selling things at the punk rock yeah, flea so market? Oh, nice. At the punk rock flea market, yeah. Oh, some of your underwears and mm-hmm. 
I feel like I'm. I don't. I was trying to think about this the other day. I feel like I'm selling just like um, a broad arrangement of things to beat seasonal depression. So I have lots of like candy colored dyed denim, and um, oh. I have these really cute like um, hanging plant um, propagation things, and I don't know, just like really cute stuff. Gay Siren's stuff. gonna bring her doodles. Yeah. She got a bunch of doodles. Yeah, I brought some R2. Yeah. I, I bought the Ace of Wands from Society Six. Did you? Yeah, and it's in my maximalist wall. So cute. It I love up. it. I want the cup one. Mm-hmm. The but diva. I haven't yes, seen, the I haven't seen her release that one yet. So good. So you bought that? That's cool. Yeah, just the print, but mm-hmm. it's amazing. Still. I've had people on TikTok ask about it. I had Did it you show up in one of my random groups. Oh. No. Yeah. So, so you and John one. got one. Yeah, you, you the were the first, first one. Well, he, she technically tattooed herself first, but I got the Venus of Willendorf. Yes. So. Yes. Okay. Now she I need Siren to. That's a hard area to tattoo for. The yeah, first she time. didn't Had realize she ever that. Tattooed I, before? No, she tattooed her herself, but then she tattooed. That's yeah, awesome. That's an easy area that's easy to blow out. She did a good yeah, job. like she was like having a really hard time stretching the skin there, and um, she didn't realize how stretchy that area. Are you was also be. a tattoo artist? I apologize. I'm no, sorry. Okay, I, I've done one tattoo ever, and it's because they made me. Yeah, I did one tattoo as well. The guy who tat- tattooed me here, then I he was like, "You want to try?" I was like, "Yeah." And then he let me. It was so on stressful him. for me. I cried on the way home because I knew it wasn't good. But it, they knew it. They wanted it. He wanted it to be shitty. Like that was the whole point. Oh, was we were giving. You. I have a shitty tattoo from him on that same night. Yeah. Oh. So we we were at the shop and after we closed, we dr- we drank a lot, and then tattooed each other. After, and so we wore drunk goggles while we drew the tattoos and then tattooed oh. them like normal that's but pretty cool he tattooed mine with his a non-dominant hand so that it would be extra shitty wow that's wild and it, it's like one of those things that everybody's like why i'm like that's just in in the tattoo industry whenever you get to that level beautiful tattoos are normal right it's more yeah. of a novelty to collect something that's a piece of shit do you know mm, i do I not have any tattoos because some random everyone made it popular yeah. Everyone made it popular. Now I don't want one. Everyone's got one. What's it's not special a rebellion now? thing anymore. I was it's just not saying this special. yesterday. I need to get my face done I have so I can be birthmarks. Rebel. I have weird ass. It's like I have I have my own horns. <laughs> I don't even have to have them put in. <laughs> I'm just weird ass enough all on my own. I don't need to embellish anyway. I just have enough weirdness for everyone. Yeah. You make a good point. Sometimes people, I don't know. I don't know. You make a good point. Solid. But surely there's a tattoo you'd want to get, like, in the I back of your head. Everybody has one that they could think of. Willoughby has none. He doesn't want to. Really? change my mind so much, and I'm such a weird perfectionist mm-hmm. about things that I don't know. Actually, if it were somewhere that I could see it, it would drive me crazy. Because no one is perfect, and I would find whatever that thing was. And then I'd be constantly, like, trying to draw it in or shade it in. or what. I can't look at anything for too long. It yeah. makes me crazy. That was one of the beauties of it, is it actually helped <laughs> me let go of Completely insane. Yeah. Because, like, I have something on me that's not perfect, and that's okay. And I, like, like... For a very long time, I'd get a tattoo and I'd be like, oh, shit, this is forever. And I would have like a day where I'd have a panic attack over it. Everything about me is And then I'd settle into it. And getting a professional (laughs) tattoo is totally different. Like this having, I'm talking about my first tattoo experience is like blasphemy because it's like just some random guy I don't really know in his living room. And then like I ended up using a tattoo gun. Like that's when I tell Siren that she cringes. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. 
Yeah. But um, when I had this, when I went to go get like an actual professional tattoo done with the experience, like it really is. When you said that earlier, I was like, damn, that's totally right. It's like an exchange. It's like a present moment experience, mm-hmm. even though it feels like wet fire. So. <laughs> Yeah, and I haven't found anybody I like or trust enough to do that either. So there's well, maybe Siren can be that person for you. Never know. Just not anymore. Y'all just have to hope I don't get decapitated. Why? So that you can know who I am. (laughs) Why shouldn't I want that? (laughs) (laughs) We all want that. That's how I'm going to go out. And the second thing I got going on. Oh, yeah, you have more things Yeah, going I got on. more things. Did we stay on topic like you all wanted? Oh, we don't well, care. We don't care. We oh. just have an outline. She cares then... more than I do. She has an outline. Oh, okay. She's got to edit it, right? Because yeah. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to talk about Katie Lang, and it's a really big deal to me. <laughs> yeah, that's who you look like and remind me the Katie most Lang of is, is Katie absolute, Lang. Like, yeah. Okay, we'll come favorites. back and we'll talk about yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you. I have more gender questions for all of you I feel like, to be honest. I would like a one-on-one show. Well, I mean, like the two-on-one show. Like to just interview you that right. whole time and just interview you. Yeah. That. Like I would like to have both of you on again yes. individually Come as back. well as I'm collectively. I'm so happy that I got to learn about the, the ghost hunting. I didn't yes. fucking know about that world. Like I want a whole entire thing from that. I take people with me, so if anybody I'm ever a, wants to I'm go, a chicken shit. Yeah, oh, I'm such a chicken shit. I'm such a bitch when I go on those. Oh, my it, God. That's totally fine. Oh, my God. As long as I like... Close out one sense, I'm good. They can't. I'm just so overstimulated. If one, the eyes go or the ears go, I'm I'm a rock star. But altogether, it's a recipe for disaster. I'll be useless. for the ghost hunting tours. Oh yeah, even just like a corn maze. Yeah. Now corn maze, sensory wise, can really mess you up. Yeah, because there's people it messes up a lot of people. Maybe lot I can handle a ghost tour then. Maybe yeah, because it's not random. Never done one. Also, if you have any type of vertigo or anything like that in a corn maze, it'll really stimulate that too. Do you not feel yourself getting sick to your stomach mm-hmm. walking around there? I get sick to my stomach for all kinds of reasons. <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> I used to. Uh, I used to date a guy that had a internet show. It would have been a podcast if he had. Just stuck God, with it a few mer- you, what I'm bit longer, of, but it was late you night live with of? Dirty D. I don't know if you were ever on that show or whatever, because it was still a few years ago, like in the 2000s. What show was it? I'm sorry. 2010s or whatever. It was the internet show about ghost hunting. He would interview everybody. Hmm. It still gets hits. Like, you can look it up on the thing. It was was called Late Night Live with Dirty D. I'll have to look it up. That's good. I'll have to look it up. You're not afraid of getting abducted by aliens? Nope. I've been abducted. I don't know, like some alien stealing your skin or something. I don't like heights. That's fine. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, she doesn't I don't have care to worry about that because they don't like with tattoos. Like I would be alien food or whatever, demon food or whatever, because I don't have tattoos. They don't like. The and you're a virgin metallic too. Taste of the ink. Have you talked to one? <laughs> That's what somebody said. They didn't like the metallic <laughs> oh, taste really? of the ink. I don't. I'm. See, what I tell you about speaking things is fact. I don't know, but that's what they <laughs> told me. I have not metallic. met. I don't know. Like, I feel like, I feel like tattoo is just carbon, right? So it tastes like a, like probably like a barbecue. So <laughs> the thing is that in the old days. And, that um, had metallic inks. So whenever you have scratcher tattoos or some of the homemade inks or some of the really old inks, mm-hmm. they would sometimes have metals in them. So that's yeah. why sometimes they'll ask whenever you get an MRI, if you have any 
um, scratcher oh, tattoos. Wow! It's because the, the way that people would make the ink would get really creative. Like in prison, they would use like burnt uh, toilet paper and stuff yeah. like that. So like depending, it, it can actually make your tattoos heat up. I haven't had that problem though. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's There's amazing. That's for you. fascinating. See, very cool. We all learned something. <laughs> Gail is a big fat liar. <laughs> Doesn't have any tattoos. That's what we learned. And I would then taste we learned like my uh, ink and my dead parents. Really, so, you know. mm. Mm. There you go. That's interesting All as right, well. well. My second event was... <laughs> get it out. Is a Glamour City on October 10th. 1010. I so am cool. producing and now hosting and performing what? in the oh, drag show. Nice. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's going to be at French Fried Vintage and Odyssey's outside. That's going to cool. be cool. You want to get your glamour cool. shots done? You want to dress up in the 80s? I can't be there or I would have been... Oh, you're talking to people Just on the, yeah. the thing. Cut that out. That sounds stupid. <laughs> if you have a glamour shot, I would love to see it and you could send it to me at gabangirltime at gmail.com. So what is a glamour shot? <gasps> what? Tell oh, me what a glamour shot oh, is. No. Okay, honey. Hold on. You have to see this. It was a service that each mall in the country I would provide. Like, that was the height of classiness to me. For a certain me. amount of money. How many outfits did you get? Three? Three Is it a glamour them? shot? Just, can it be done anywhere? Does it have to no, be in a mall? <laughs> no, that's where they were back <laughs> in the day. Oh, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Everyone, were. everything was at the mall. The mall was the place. The, the, the silk gloves. Oh, there was that look. The motorcycle jacket look. Yeah, like there they had three the looks. You had to hold the collar up. The pop collars and big, big, big hair. Mm-hmm. So big all the hair. Yes. <laughs> you see, whenever I did the Dolly show, um, whenever I went to go get my hair done, again, I'm just like, whatever. And she's like, What do you want? I'm like, hook her with a heart of gold. And I'm like, just but Dolly themed. And she went for it. My hair was so big I went to get in the car and it oh, didn't that's fit lovely. in the that's and it was very so stressful great. for me. I was like stressful? I, I was like, I'm not used it, it looked great. Like, don't yes. get me wrong. But it, I'm not used to myself with large hair. It gives you oh, different brain chemicals, I swear. And it does. Mm-hmm. And for shows now, I'll do mine up like in yeah. but with the Touching old the Amish clips. Yeah. Reach for the heavens. The old I mean, I've got the clips that are like that long. So, but I want it to look kind of like a fake. Mama. I can only find one. Oh, beautiful! Is that yours? But beautiful. Yeah, you they do your hair and makeup, and you're a model for glorious. All that red hair that was all like pushed in clips to make it look fuller. Beautiful. Is that what they did? I mean, you see, look, you got to hold the collar. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There's some glamour yeah, shots. That, the boa. That's right. The yeah. fur, the biker the look, drape. and the jean. Yeah. How they would drape you, like show your shoulders, like See, you were look, senior year. Two leather jackets with them holding the collar. Yes. It, it's a thing. Oh, shit. I know. Hold I on, have a picture of my sister and my brother somewhere both doing their side by side glamour shots, and it made me laugh. You said this is the 10th of October? It is. The 10th of October. You should do it. There you go. That's a classic glamour shot right there. And look, everybody's hair looks the exact same. It's teased out. This came up on my Facebook memories today. (laughs) So beautiful. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That is not me. And sometimes you could do your own hair. Was that your mom or your sister? That's magnificent. She looked so much like your mom. I could smell the Aquanet. 
feel like that and filter, white rain that's what they the love doc Winnet, white rain i did not use that it's like a soft was... fuzz to all the pictures that's like well, yeah. a, yeah, ring they of, did a nice that. ring of light and yeah. like a soft fuzz like very halo very that's, light yes oh. that the was Sybil their angelic, filter angelic. yes yes she demanded it it was in her contracts you yes. see i always like and in my youth i thought Sybil shepherd was the most beautiful woman on the entire yes planet. and then somebody was like did you know that she had it in her contract and would pitch a fit if she was not lit with that soft filter lighting. She did. She always looked like she was in a dream. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love it. It's so Are awesome. What? Because we're going to have you back. We yeah, had to go to come back. Can... Yeah, we would yes. love to have you back. Yeah, Thanks. Cool. You guys have been incredible guests. Oh, yeah. To come and hang out. We appreciate it. This will it. probably be a two parter. Yeah. 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 But we want you back individually. Because you're right, we got to talk about. I feel like we got to talk I mean, about. I mean, this episode would stuff. be definitely two parts. You know? This one will be. Yeah, I think it's yeah. definitely a two-parter. Yeah, we're running on three hours right now. We probably we could cut it up. A lot of different three. topics. We, we could cut it up into three. There's a lot of topics. Episodes. You have like a light episode and a heavy episode, and then a spooky episode. You know, just seeing how it goes because. In the future, I'd like for our shows to get back to where we're less than an hour, so people listen to them on a commute again. I, know, I just there's a, too much to fucking talk about. I did a though. podcast poll about how people listen and when they're listening, and you know, there's so many out there people want to listen to. So, if you can get one in 30 minutes or less, they'll listen to yours more likely than having to listen to one that's three hours. Let long. me ask you this: Just saying, who talks more on this show? Probably, but me sometimes. <laughs> me mostly. There mm-hmm. is, there is like five minutes of you listing random words. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> that'll be cut out. <laughs> that'll be I think cut it out. Be its own episode <laughs> with no context. No that context. Should, that <laughs> might happen too for our Patreon. <laughs> it is. Oh just and, yeah. and like advertise it exactly how it is. See, so like listen to Gail read. This a list is Gail. It's Gail's equipment. So she's got <laughs> this. Is, she's shining. This is hers. She'll take her mics and, oh, kick us out of our home. Out of her home. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I should just have the Gab and Gale podcast. And Bill's like, well, you got you all totally you got to do is come downstairs and turn, turn it on. It's all you have to do. <laughs> like, oh who God. would do that? It's right here. Yeah, I know he does. I know. I'm thinking about it because I have different subject matters that makes everybody else's booty hole clench. Oh, like what? Just words that I use or whatever. I don't, you know, I'm very. <laughs> word gypsy. I'm a, exactly I'm, a, I'm a solid. I was like, I wasn't gonna, a few words that you use. I yes, wasn't going to go ahead and. I wasn't naming names. Thanks, bratty. Bruised. I'm trying, you know, y'all are bringing them up again. But a lot of, and I very much. The it's jokes. Full water. Jokes. Thank you. Jokes. The full water in me, I'm an empath, so I can feel it. But at some point, come on, the pendulum, you got, got to toughen up. And it's bad when the cool mom is getting you're upset just, about it. You're just trying to make me cry, aren't you? you you got to. I will. You need I to a balance, cry. my cancer friend. <laughs> you, I get how sensitive you are and how empathic, but like there are words that speak power and there are words that speak negativity and sometimes there are just a label as a label Mm -hmm. and stereotypes are there for a reason (laughs) and it's not because of any certain it's there's redhead stereotypes why are we always the femme fatale the murderers 
the evil doers. Did you not notice that in every single show, especially female? And then the it's, it's the demons. men are gross. They're always abusive. They're usually serial like stereotype of a redhead for parts. Even demon stuff. Even Harry. They didn't even care that Harry left the throne as the prince. They're like, eh, whatever. Go on, Harry. <laughs> Go live in a way. He's just a ginger kid. Why, Nobody cares. That's why I wonder why all queer <laughs> characters are like villains. Like queer villains are all queer coded. No, they aren't. They are. Right? And they're always prosperous. Like, can you give can you give an example? Yeah, Voldemort. give us a percent Voldemort. But does he go in and identify yeah. totally but as I mean, queer? Like, because first of all, most people... from Lion King. Yeah, anytime that they're the least bit effeminate. Or, you know, it's mm-hmm. really, yeah, it, and it's not, it, it's, it's one of those things that once you start paying attention, you start noticing it. See, with uh, like when people are talking things with Literally whether give queer, me a villain. like just, give, just pick Alan one. Rickman and Die Hard, <laughs> even a little bit. If oh, you, yeah. but did you think that he was just gay or just European? Like, well, that's, I, that's, that's the point, what that's, that's what queer coded yeah. basically means. It's it like, means it's like, you can't oh, tell if they're gay or not, it's because coded, they, they, but. I mean, I was. But I didn't look at him, him I didn't, as. I looked at him as he was European. I never once. But me as a gay person looked his at it like sexuality. That's gay. Really? But yeah, it's coded you, for queer audiences. You, I think. You but think it's that it's coded, or do you not think that it's your vision through your personal it's goggles? Absolutely coded. Um, another great example would be Ursula. Do you think Ursula's gay in The Little Mermaid? The point is that is that she's the villain, but she's coded directly. The style is directly from Divine. Uh, well. They did model her after Divine. And they also, like, that's the other thing. Like, women in movies that are villains are often bigger or butcher or tougher. Like, we're often... Like, well, considering I look exactly like Winifred Sanders, <laughs> Sanderson or whatever <laughs> in regular everyday life... <laughs> that you just made. <laughs> so, oh, well, I, I haven't seen that movie either. I'm terrible. Halloween Town. Uh, that's Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. Oh, oh I, Hocus I, Pocus. Yeah. I mean, I'm I pride sorry. myself that I've never I seen Hocus Pocus Town as well. I've never watched it in its entirety, and I have no desire. It's just because to. I've. 487 times a day depending on how the light hits okay, me and where my weight at, is at I get stuff like you look that. like Bette Midler I just, I just or don't I get look. you look like the chick from the X-Files or I get you look Julie like Anderson? this person oh, I get God. different people Julie all the Anderson time is so hot Jeez. she's one of the reasons I wanted to be a redhead back when the X-File days when I'm thin and I have a bob but she's not a real redhead is I, look she? Like. I don't think she is I, I think she's naturally blonde she, yeah, maybe blonde or she's red. She's on that she's sex blonde. education show right now, and she's well. Right now, she's British accent. None of that is her natural hot. color. So hot. So, and that's her natural accent. I know. It's, she is it's British. Gorgeous, ridiculous. So, it's wild. I was looking up queer coded characters, and literally, like any villain you can think of is basically queer coded, especially if it's like Disney. Because they like to make men seem more effeminate. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, effeminating a character, making it more feminine, making it more womanly, even though you're a dude, is, like, seen as an evil, absolute, Mm -hmm. demonic thing to do. So, like, we could talk about that next time if you want. Yeah. Because I have opinions. that Disney is a demonic entity. Like, there are a lot of people that think Disney is part of the Illuminati and, you know... 
all of that. Like when you're looking at different, I love conspiracy theories. I used to be really worried about the Illuminati. I don't feel like I'm not anymore. <laughs> when were you worried about? Those are so like, out in the open. When now. were you worried? That's so funny. You like that, what an odd thing. I life, seemed yeah. like I was worried about the Illuminati. Like, like which? Why I would that worry know. you? I feel like that's. I was really big into conspiracy theories. Oh, were you in high school? Yeah. Yeah, and that's how that crazy. There's the uh, internet only makes it worse. I've loved so dark, them dark forever, but I come from a long line of National Enquirer readers. You know, I love the National Enquirer. Me too. The Globe. The Enquirer, the Inquirer, it's one of the, the reasons star. Bonded with my husband was over a love of, so I married an axe murderer, and we used to go over yes. the speech where he would go about like, "You're calling him the news." <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't that seen that so movie, great. it is a brilliant movie. It is Mike Myers back in the so tour. good. The there won't be a lot because well, the language. My old ass has to go home. <laughs> Different languages. This you is, gotta go home. So are, we still, are we still close? This part of the closing? No, we just went on and on. Let's do it. She's just going to finish. you wanted to keep these in 30 minutes? Hopefully. Yeah, not with y'all. But <laughs> yeah. Because we, we can keep do it to it. one topic. We could probably do it. I don't think so. Because right now you've got six episodes. Yeah. 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 No, we still cut a lot out. This will all yeah. be cut out. There will yeah. be so much cut out. You'll be sad, though. Will I? No, I think she'll be glad that some of it's gone. <laughs> oh, she won't cut any of that out. What? I'm just kidding. She goes, I'm thinking she'll be glad some of it's gone. And then I was like, oh, she won't cut any of that out. I'll sound as bad as... I'm just kidding. You make us sound great. Thanks. I think. I don't know. I never listen. <laughs> you don't listen, so how would you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, but... Like, I'm not entirely right, but I'm not entirely wrong either. And I would be happy to listen to whatever like i get what they're saying yeah. i get what people are saying i'm not stabbing them in the face saying you're wrong i'm also not campaigning to keep things just this way yeah you know what i mean we I should be it. open but I'll we should cry. also have a little you know compassion and tolerance yeah. anything that you ask out of someone else you should extend to them as well in my opinion mm-hmm. my humble opinion <laughs> But I'm not running for any kind of office that would have any power that my opinion would matter. That's the thing. That's, that's we the all thing. Think we we're have so seven important listeners. And we are not important. Yeah. You only have seven listeners? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're important to people in our immediate that's what we say. Yeah. thing. That's what we Life say. is that's meaningless until you give meaning to it. Self-decoded. We probably be, have yeah. more. We have a million followers. I'm manifesting it right now. You see, that's sure. what you got to do. Put that mm-hmm. out in the... Yeah universe yeah, like and share off like because of the controversy if Wait, which saying, controversy hmm? which controversy whether it be me saying the wrong mm. thing or whatever that that's like going to create that, is, that contra- your brand? is that your trend i'm the <laughs> oldest one here i get to be the estelle getty and the gold-plated girls <laughs> yeah, all right. it was pensacola okay. 1972 I, yeah. I, mean, I have a lot of opinions that a lot of people don't don't agree with for sure but i think if they looked at a generational thing they would be like oh maybe and i think that at age 26 27 Mm -hmm. you were probably a little more idealistic and um a little more like we Johnny all are. Here, oh, we yeah. are all you have that to way. go through, and then like, you get older, and you three go or four through four election cycles oh. before you realize am the I, government. You go through is a little stupid. bit of trauma, and Wait, am it, I idealistic? How old are you? 
27. Absolutely. 100%. Idealistic? I love it. Yes. yes. Whether you realize it or not. I love it's it. It's good. It's fabulous. Oh, and I want you to, I want you to keep that. I just feel like, wow. And as you get older, you realize that nobody knows what they're talking about. Oh, yeah. Nobody, nobody knows everything. Yeah. No, yeah. We're all growing. And they, perspective is huge. They are fucking you over right and left. Mm-hmm. So do what you want to do with your life. Be the while best you person. Can. Right. While you can, be the best person that you absolutely can be. Give to those who have not. And maybe you'll make it. Mm. I mean. You know. Well, leave a legacy. Yeah, you have to do where you can lay your head down and sleep with the least anxiety about. I actually mm-hmm. made a post about that just yesterday, like that. Yeah, you let a lot go yesterday. I did. I I had a lot to say. I had a lot of feelings. Oh, I wish I'd known. I would have read it. Yeah, if you, I, I would have been. It I'll have to go back on and look. All about my Ani DeFranco love because I love her so much. Ani DeFranco, yeah. Ani both DeFranco. hands, please use both hands. I went to go <laughs> see her in Asheville, awesome. and I wasn't gonna go. I was just in a, a, a bad place mentally. Um, my husband damn. talked me into it. Hell yeah! And I got there, and she played mm. the song that has kind of been like an echo for me. But one of the lines is, um, uh trying to find it it's the truth in the stuff that they say basically it's like saying people are going to make shit up about you people are going to get it wrong they mostly get it wrong but oh well the bathroom mirror does not budge the woman who lives there can still tell the truth from the stuff that they say she looks you in the eye and says would you prefer the easy way no well and okay don't cry damn and it's that's amazing and like i sobbed the whole song because i needed to hear that because I'm I'm very much a people pleaser. I'm very, very much. And it wounds me deeply whenever people are disappointed in me. Even if they're wrong to be disappointed in me, even if I did things right, mm-hmm. I still want people around me to be happy. And I needed to have that moment where I'm like, I have to go to bed happy with myself at night. Exactly what you said. Like, you, nobody else lives in my skin. Correct. Or in your house. Mm-hmm. Or in your vehicle. Or take care of your bills or whatever and their perception is just that and there's a lot of deception in perception Mm -hmm. the things that we think we know we can fill a container twice the size of all the things we don't know Mm -hmm. so you don't know you don't know what you don't know so if you take your small lens and view of the world and try to apply it to the entire world you are going to be sadly disappointed you're going to be one of the most hypocritical people that you've ever run into you are going to be one of the least open people and if you expect people to be perfect you're going to be one of the most disappointed people Mm -hmm. in the world people are messy very very messy but to the people that listen to this show we think you're wonderful we do think you're wonderful and we appreciate you that's the thing is you go nowhere if you're not a mess if you're perfect all the time you learn nothing you don't grow and we're all going to make mistakes we're going to be humans and like it's it's hard to be in a place where you view yourself as needing to be perfect and to needing to meet this unrealistic expectation of not only yourself but what other people have for you Mm -hmm. and there's value in who you are right now and that's one of the things that I teach with my poll. I would class. say that's the only value you have is who you are right now. Yeah. For sure. A hundred percent. Like the only things that you will ever be able to own and control mm-hmm. are your actions <clears throat> and your words. Yeah. Everything out, whatever somebody perceives you as is out of your control. 
Whatever happens outside of you is out of control. You control the response though. You have that power. And the moment you let go of trying to control everything outside and you just worry about this, Mm -hmm. that's whenever you actually have power in your life. Solid. Mm -hmm. Right on. I have a very charmed, blessed life because I'm awesome. You're awesome. Like, it took know, a long time like for not... me to get there. I haven't always been, but I am now. So that's groovy. I know and that I'm loved, but man, I feel like I'm the most hated person in the room a lot of times. You do? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Who do you yeah. not like in the room while you're in there? Who are you projecting on? Nobody. <laughs> you that out on me. Because you're looking through your lens. Me. At other people in the world room looking back me. at no you. I'm worried about what other people think of me mm. I adore you <gasps> yeah I adore you. most people I that. that I've talked to say they like you I can't believe that they would all lie to me about it I think they would just not say anything at all like the thumper rule or people are generally you know, like, they can't like say something nice stuff, they would say it <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying <laughs> you know there are depending on how dramafied they are there are a lot of people I usually don't entertain that I've missed out a lot like on different scenes or whatever because I didn't participate in gossip and then when I got to the point where it was like all gossip I was like oh I'm done I can't do it anymore and that was one of the most frustrating things for me that I discovered as far as being a performer and also even in the tattoo industry because it's all artists Mm -hmm. is even if you don't say anything bad people will find ways to twist things and make it where you said oh yeah so you just have mm-hmm. to oh yeah them. yeah I'm either oh, you yeah. know if I'm quiet you're mad I'm, yeah I'm mad I'm the biggest mm-hmm. bitch ever you know or if I'm loud then I'm too loud communication you know? yeah no, be bigger enthusiastic consent communicate have, enthusiastic consent have you seen the TikTok that's going around where it's the woman singing and she said if I am too much then find less yeah yes I have seen that I fucking love that there's it's a cool. there's a you sent me that it's that redhead girl yeah, there was a story though that I had read a few years ago that somebody had. I really don't know where you come about. up with this "everybody hates redheads" thing because the only thing I've ever known is that everybody loves redheads. Because what you loves. know is all in a sexual. No, I've seen the South Park Ginger thing. episode. Why do you think that they wrote a South Park Ginger episode that was like that? Well, that's the thing is, like, I have I have a very clear memory where we went to um, one of the Salome shows and um, Harry Scary, uh, Barry Manatees, um, Gregory Sotgarter, and the gay James did a routine together. Yeah, I remember and that. when they stripped down and when they stripped down, they had words that people had said to them, like slurs mm-hmm. and everything all over their body. And I cried because, you know, I talked earlier about I came from a very permissive household where if I was gay, that was whatever. And it didn't occur to me that people had said words like that to them. That yeah. was their this is me number. Mm-hmm. This and is, it was mm-hmm. a big impact to me because it was the first time I realized exactly how privileged I was. That I lived in my little bubble where people didn't actually say slurs to people like that. Yeah, yeah. people weren't mean to you. That was the other thing. Like, it does surprise you when you live in another... Um, I didn't realize how many people actually were still like racist or whatever and growing up no i know that yeah because we were were, our generation was working hard at it not being that way Mm -hmm. and then depending on who you grow up with i mean i had to have a joke that okay go ahead and clench it up i'm ready i'm It's like back in my day we knew exactly 
who was racist and we didn't need a slur or a flag to know so it was like paraded around no you knew by their biracial grandchildren oh because it wasn't from like outfits <laughs> was it from no it was because as a father murder. you because well i love that that's how yeah. integrated yes. it is yes that's how this is that's how, how cool our come, generation come is from my generation like you know i'm 56 now i'd really like for that cut out just because <laughs> um but 30 years ago mm-hmm. you know if well, it was, that was the nineties, so that. it would have been so a it would have been like the seventies yeah. yeah. when it would have been my generation. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is people take that as just black and white, but it's not. And the the next part of that goes, okay, white people, unclench your booties, because if you don't think that everyone, all different races, then you have never been a poor white girl to try to marry into a patel family like an asian indian family because they're not gonna do it they will not maybe if i had hilton money Mm -hmm. they would but if you're poor absolutely not because they're very classes Mm -hmm. if you are they they live in a caste system so you can't marry outside of your income bracket but also you can't marry outside of your race and or religion in some cases and Indian, but also Asians, you know, anyway, all families, mm-hmm. whoever they talk about or dislike the most back in the olden days, that was your rebellion. You would marry whoever your parents disliked the most, yeah. you 100%. know, and so it's a brilliant joke. I have hill people in my family, lots of good people, mm-hmm. some not so good. And there are some not so good. Lots of bi- biracial children in my age range, my cousins and stuff like that, because... Um, and it's better. It's better because of it, though. I think that our generation... A baby changes everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A baby changes everything. Now I have another joke, though. But it's not really a joke. It's just something to ponder. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it's like this. This is another way you could know if your family was racist. How? When your family talked about other ethnicities, were yeah. they the villains or the heroes 90% of the time? Like if all if the only that's, way that's they talk media and then that's also media today still <laughs> that's that's well then you know who's actually you racist know? then but like, who's the hero or the villain in your family story because like for me personally black yeah. people have always been the hero in my story awesome. so the fact that I identify as black is an elevated status but it makes you uncomfortable because you're not black and you haven't been around a whole bunch of black people so you don't really know you just know what you hear on twitter and the whatever but i mean i've grown up around a lot of black people i have no problem saying what i'm saying to a group of black people yeah but you want to that's people white people want to clench their booty hole whenever they hear what i'm saying and then they go (gasps) and it's like this is not an accurate experience and it ends up actually making people that are overly woke seem very narrow-minded and kind of racist i get i get you there (laughs) that like not being able to chat about talk about things at all and it being a problem i get that but at the same time it's like like you can't just like like slide into someone's skin and out of it at your own time because we can never have that full experience and i mean i i grew up in a school that was but you just negated 
all of gender fluidity by saying that. But gender gender and race, like, you can't... Gender fluidity is a thing. Race fluidity being experienced isn't... That's not a thing. You know what I would like to do one time? I would like to do a social experience behind a silhouette screen Mm -hmm. and let's play a game called Guess Our Race. I mean... Like, I'd like to see how many people end up actually being racist when I get behind be that green screen. With me, the screen. I feel like the only way <laughs> I'd like to have... have a whole bunch of people in there so, of different body shapes and so, say stereotypically what guess it. So what I'll say is I feel like the whole entire <laughs> the reason my booty hole clenches with this stuff is um, I will never understand what it's like to be a black person. I, Neither I, I will, will I. Never, I will never understand what it's like to be a person of color. And like I said, with my share, my experience where I saw that routine and I realized that I was absolutely blind to what they have gone through. I think it has made me more sensitive about being careful about the words and the experiences and the things I say for people that have experiences that I will never have. So it's not even necessarily that I think that you're putting them down. I don't think you are. I think that you are elevating and you do see black people because you see you see them as a hero and stuff like that. But I think that from my perspective, I wouldn't say it personally because I don't feel like I could comfortably say that because I could never experience what they did because I haven't had to live in their skins. So and that's just from my perspective. I'm not saying you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's why I would be like, I can't say that. I can't do that. Okay. You're talking, A, about a collective history, a history of things that happened and then we're talking about like in 20th century experience my mother picked cotton mm-hmm. my grandmother was part of a sharecropper field my mother did laundry for the affluent black families that were in town this is before integration where she would go get the laundry because even though they were affluent because of the laws of the city they couldn't go to the front door to deliver the laundry even though my mom was way poorer and their laundress Mm -hmm. so it's like an interesting experience that the narrative is that black people in america have always been poor and constantly shit on the government has done this and then there are some things with and the media and has done this men has done this and it's to assume that my life experience would not be more that i don't identify more with that culture i'm not trying to appropriate that culture but you know, to be able to have some of the same life experience, share the same. I sympathize recipes. with that sliver. It is like, a. It is your epidermis now. As far as things that they've had, um, some people have experienced. Mm-hmm. Me being poor, I have experienced the same thing. Yeah. I have experienced a lot of prejudice by being overweight. I have experienced a lot of prejudice. By being redhead, mm-hmm. we're not calling it racism, yeah. but everyone is calling just uh, a certain everything that they're collectively saying that all the black experience has all been racism when it hasn't always. It's been a lot of prejudice and not necessarily all racial. I mean, yeah. And then we've actually done things. But but collectively, that's as not a necessarily group. congruent. But I see. I no, see what you're but saying, as a but group, it's not like 
size-wise congruent, right? Correct, because it's it has to do with perception mm -hmm. and how other people are treating people. The reason that black people in America right mm -hmm. now are having so much trouble with police officers, more yeah. so, I mean, they've always had it, because A, we wouldn't have had things happen like Black Wall Street and the war on the on the black community mm -hmm. if they had not shown that they could prosper to multi-million dollar status in a few short years after they were free mm -hmm. then they had a, then you had scared white men make systematic who saw that oh my down. goodness yeah. they're not supposed to prosper like this they are supposed to be less than because they came from over to this country and that's from the imperialization just yeah. like everybody even today people will yell at people that speak a different language yeah as if they're dumb that's all. and it's just they can't yeah speak the language that's they're white supremacy though that's super what that is and, and, and that's the problem is is because it's white supremacy and so like that's why it's it's different a different experience for a person of color and it's not to say that they've never been able to be wealthy or affluent or educated because they have been and they fought for it and they fought very hard for it, but they had to fight for it. And that's for at, like they it, the slaves that were freed in the Civil War and fighting and fighting for that. I mean, they I, also I mean, had general, like the other people fighting with them. Well, I'm not even saying you know? that, but like you have segregation. Like we've never had a point where they segregated women from society completely. Like our rights were at challenge, but we had to fight for them. And that's what I'm saying is we had anytime, to fight for them. Even black men had rights before we did. And that's what I'm saying, though, is here's the problem is I will never expect a man to understand my experience as a woman. Correct. I won't. And that's why I can never expect myself to understand the experience of a black person because I haven't lived in their lives. I have been poor. I have lived in the projects. I had a Southern accent and grew up in an almost all black school, which I can guarantee you in the North was not a pleasant experience. So yeah. <laughs> I, they're I, very racist in the North, even more so in the South. A hundred percent. But you know what? I came out of that for a little while. I was like, well, I understand. I've been the minority in a situation, but I didn't mm -hmm. because I I have not lived that experience because I talked to like my one friend, Bobby, who's one of the most inspirational people I've ever met my whole life. He went to college. It took him years to do it because he paid his own way. But he walked to and from school nine miles every day, whether it was rain, snow or shine to get his social work degree. Yeah. And he talks about some of the experiences he's had as a black man trying to go to college, trying to just live in his life. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. And especially, I'm, it's not saying it's any better for women, but especially for black men. And it's because mm -hmm. white men, especially cops, I'm saying this mostly with the cops, it's because they literally fear black people. They it's do. the fear. It's been built into... Anger cause, is caused from fear and frustration. And so... That's why you see now, listen, my sister's been a cop for a long time, and uh, there's a whole lot of white people that get killed as well. But the way the reason you see things differently, like where they'll jerk up a white dude and not kill him, they're not afraid. Mm -hmm. That's why. It's the fear, you know, they sh probably should be. But it's familiar, so they're not. Yeah, it's it's systematic and it's toxic. And 
Like there's a lot, that'll be a lot of societal change as far as all of this stuff. And it's hard. It's very hard to navigate. It's very hard to navigate a lot of the situations and social issues that we have right now. And I think that what I have learned is that I don't know what I don't know. If I haven't experienced it, I just Mm -hmm. lean to the people who have. So I try to listen to the voices of the people that are marginalized and listen to what they're telling me. And if they're telling me their experiences this way, I accept it. Correct. You should definitely. Because we've, we've been, and that's why whenever you said as a redhead and she's like, well, I've never experienced it. And I'm like, but we don't know because we're not, we haven't lived in that life and we haven't lived that. I will never understand your pain. I'll never understand what you've had to deal with and whether it's been something that's been very impactful on your life or not. It's still something that you've had to carry. And I think that that's the important thing as a society that we just have to keep in mind is that it's not always a shared experience. And I could have had a very hard life and I could have dealt with things, but I'm never going to understand your experience. Correct. Just like I'm not going to understand somebody who grew up in Japan or Mm -hmm. I might appreciate the culture or whatever, but, uh, you know. I'm not like like our culture is specifically a cesspool for this. Like our whole history is based on this specific like systematic. Our whole culture like was based, based on the backs of people on like, the fact that all of these people who originally were in a caste society where they could never do better for themselves, mm-hmm. they were if you were born as a slave or a serf that was all you were ever going to be you were never allowed to do better for generation and generation you would work that land like a sharecropper and do whatever when people came to the americas when the pilgrims first came to america it wasn't hey we're going to kill the indians a lot of indians killed a lot of these people this is before the crown fought for them when they first started the settlements, like back in the 1600s and yeah. all that, they were they went for religious freedom. But the crown was still like, you still have to cut down all these trees and send us all the stuff over there. And you're expected to work. And then many people sent their prisoners over here to America to work as serfs. They were still low lives working for the crown mm-hmm. when they decided to fight for the independence. And it wasn't just England coming over here. You had French, you had Spanish, mm-hmm. you had, you know, Ponce de Leon settled in freaking Florida, you know, before they had come over. So there were some Indian tribes here, Native American tribes that were cannibals that were fighting with other Native American tribes. Like it wasn't like every America, this whole land was all peace and all Native Americans were like, yeah, we love each other and everything's great. No, no, they were all fighting amongst themselves for power and different land and different whatever as everyone came over. Now, side effects. Yeah. Did they bring smallpox and all that? Yeah, they sure did. Did they do this? You know, yes. I'm not negating all that part of the history, but all this other part is as sound as well. But everybody wants to go, nay, nay, that is not exactly it. But yet we have the settlement camps and how they worked and what they had to do and we had to cut it it to go home it was not world domination (laughs) it was not it was nay nay not imperial intent oh but it was I mean (laughs) I get that what England and then we're like nope 
you know, whatever Americans. But that also became a whole entire melting pot of people. Like, we're all different in America. In America, we're fortunate enough to be able to do that, to even go over here. My niece talking about going to another country. I'm like, I'll set up a GoFundMe. I'll give you money. But first, make sure they'll let you in. They may not want you. That's the audacity. We have the audacity of raspberries as America to think that we all, everybody, you know, there are a lot of people that want to be here, but we think that every other country wants us mm. and they do not. Mm. Right. Are to change that. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, y'all. We, we can. can also have a longer conversation about it if you want. Um, I feel like, I feel like Susan, like you spoke pretty well. So. She did. We can't know. I feel like that's the, that's the important thing is that you have dialogue. So many people get mad and they're like, you don't say exactly what I think and just shut it down. Mm-hmm. So um, one of my favorite stories that I quote all the time, and I'll have to find her name. All again, I'm really trying to do is make a segue to, go to well, say Gavin girl time. Because I'm about to go home. You can cut all that other out. Yes, cut it all out. <laughs> yeah, it's 9.30. Yes, let's go. Yes. Have Please sing our outro. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh no. What's the outro? You don't want me to Just sing. Gavin girl time. All right. We thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Girl Time. Bing. Bong. Perfect. <laughs> Cut all that other out. Yes. Cut it all out. <laughs> yes, I'm thirsty. Yes, let's go. Yes. Please sing our outro. Oh my gosh. Oh, what's the outro? Just Gavin Girl Time. We thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Bing. Bong. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>